0: Hi, this is Anthony Ardo, host of Kids and Cars, and this is our future is missing. Please be on the lookout for a four-month-old Zaylee Fryer, white female, two foot eleven, twelve pounds, brown eyes, brown hair. Zaylee was last seen on May first, two thousand eleven. She has a brown birthmark on her right leg, and went missing from Millersville, Tennessee. If you know of Zaylee's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at one eight hundred the lost. That's one eight hundred. Eight four three five six seven eight. To see a picture of Zaylee Fryer, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to Our Futures Thank you.
1: This is Voice America If you're ten
2: years old. Turn up the sound right now. This is Life at Ten, a show that's all about being 10 years old in the 21st century. Your hosts have not been there and done that. They are experiencing Life at Ten.
3: by Albert Elmenreich, and I was playing it with my Aunt Barbie, Hello, who is extremely musically talented. <laughs> I'm Aunt Barbie. Yes, well, so, and then, and we're still at the MIM, Musical Instrument Museum, and we're going to do a little segment and ask my Aunt Barbie and my Uncle Doug, who is an extremely good band director, some, a couple, just a couple questions. So I have to introduce my Aunt Barbie and Uncle Doug, so, Aunt Barbie, say hi. Hi, that's Aunt Barbie. She can play a lot of different instruments, a lot of different instruments, such as violin, piano, clarinet, trumpet, trombone, and so on. Piano, like yeah. you just heard. And then there's my Uncle Doug, who is a band director who has won with his band, the Fiesta three times, and... Um. His band has marched in the Rose Parade.
4: Hello. Ooh. Great to be here today.
3: It is a very nice, hot Arizona day. Yeah, except the fact that I'm freezing inside here. <laughs> it, good is good air conditioning, of, it is huh? kind of chilly. At least yeah. I really have good air conditioning. So, let's start with some questions. So, tell us about what age... Okay, so tell us about what age When did you... Okay, Mom...
5: Okay, you reword it. Word it okay, tell
3: us about, okay, so what age <laughs> did you reali- realize you were musically talented, and how did you learn this?
5: When I was really little and started playing band instruments at my school, I started playing the flute in about fourth grade, and then in fifth grade I switched to violin, and in sixth grade I switched to clarinet. I like clarinet. Um, but one of the times when I was playing the flute and I was going to quit playing it, my director sent a note home to my parents that said, "Don't let her quit because she's too talented." And that's probably when I first had an inkling. Hmm. That's
6: well, pretty
5: cool.
4: in our family, we all had to kind of more or less take instruments. We start with piano lessons, and then we uh, switched to brass instruments because my older brother played trumpet, so he thought it'd be cool. So I learned the trombone, and um, it was a lot of fun. I really, like when I put the trombone in my hand, it was like made in heaven or something. <laughs> so I, uh, I enjoyed and always did really well in band and just and really um, took off and did, had some great times.
3: I like band at school, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I get to play lots of different assortments of music. Elena, just say the second question. What? She wants to do the A third one. one. Yeah. Okay. Just, do, okay, just,
6: have you met any famous musicians?
4: Well, I've had Doc Severinsen direct me when I played in a tuba choir once. He was used to be in the night Show.
6: And you were, your trombone teacher
5: was a player in the
4: L.A. Philharmonic. Yeah, the, Jeff Reynolds was the L.A. Philharmonic bass trombonist. So I took lessons from.
5: Cool. When
4: cool. I was in college. So
5: I can't think of any famous musicians
4: that I have ever met. We had Lola Schifrin who wrote. Um, um, The Mission Impossible theme song,
5: yes, when I
4: was, my band played the Hollywood Bowl once uh, for Christmas and he was the director of that massive band and the band was part of that. When we did the Hollywood Christmas parade, we did that also.
6: Is there anybody that you want to meet maybe? That you think you could Hmm. meet? I want to meet
3: Elvis, but you know, you guys (laughs) (laughs) It's a little late for
4: that. Someday. I'd love to meet John Williams someday. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, he's, Star he's, Wars. he's very inspirational for me. Yeah. He's turned eighty though. Really? hmm. Whoa. Yeah, he's getting 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 to be experienced.
3: So in your opinion, what is the most unusual sounding instrument?
5: I think the oboe sounds kinda like a duck.
3: I think
4: the sound's kind of strange. <laughs> it does. Well, if you, yeah, from um, Peter and the Wolf, they used to do those little ducks and bassoons. And, oh, you know, yeah. Those, those are all the double re-instruments have unique sounds, it's, especially when mm-hmm. students learn to play them. They,
5: it's used the the a lot as a solo instrument, and I find that interesting because mm-hmm. it's got an yeah. an odd sound to me.
3: I think the bassoon is kind of strange.
4: Well, but an oboe quack. cuts through sound nicely is why it's solos. That's true, too. That's mm-hmm. why when a good oboist plays it.
6: Whoa. So we're five minutes. We're still here at Mim. And we're with Aunt Barbie
3: and Uncle Doug. My Aunt Barbie and Uncle Doug.
2: Well, they can be at Laney's today, too. <gasps> we should. Oh.
3: That means you're my cousin or sister or <laughs> relative of some sort. Yeah, we could be. <laughs> um, Aunt Barbie, did you teach music in school, and what was one of the funniest subjects for you to teach? Because she's a teacher. Funnest or funniest? Funniest. Oh, no, funnest. Well, I do teach music in school
5: currently, and I love it doing that all the time because I teach little kids from three years old up to sixth grade Mm -hmm. so up to 12 year olds and and so I do a program that like has about 100 three and four year olds at Christmas time and in the spring and that's a lot of fun that's a lot of
3: kids and they
5: (laughs) sing little solos and they say little parts and they sing some of them are pretty amazing singers It's, it's a lot of fun that those are my favorite age and I enjoy them all though
3: and Uncle Doug, you're the band director at Chino Valley High School, right?
4: No, Chino High School. Chino, Chino Valley, Valley knows in Arizona. Chino is in California. Oh
3: yeah, Chino Valley is in Arizona. Yeah,
4: I get that's when I get confused sometimes. With... Yeah, I get. Yeah, point. I do. I, I direct the band, and we do lots of different things. We've performed in Hawaii and Florida, and we've marched in Disneyland and Disney World, and things of that nature. In fact, I also teach choir, and we just sang at the new California Adventure where they're opening Cars. Mm. It was very, very, yesterday. very crowded. Yeah, Tuesday.
1: Oh
5: yeah, day before yesterday.
4: Yeah, yeah. There's lots of people there, all mm-hmm. excited about those rides. They had a four-hour line. Wow, oh, good. What ride? That was the new the new Cars car then. ride.
3: When we went to Disney, was, it, was it Disney World when we went to the Toy Story? Yes. Okay, so That's we went fun, to Disney yeah. World a couple years ago. And it was with the Paper Chef, which was my mom's work. So we didn't have to, because we had one night all to ourselves. So we didn't have to wait like 4,000 billion hours just to go on the Toy Story. We still had to wait a long time, but it was really fun.
6: If an 11-year-old wanted to join band, how should they decide what instrument to play?
4: Well, as a band director, I usually actually look at the person and see what their body build is and what their lip sizes are and different things, and we have them try <laughs> different things. Yeah, I
7: never would have
4: thought about that. No, well, you want, and to, and, yeah, you want to see if potentially how the instrument fits them. We let them try different instruments to see what they like to do.
5: And what kind of sounds they like, and I whether mean, they want to play something that's going to play a lot of fast runs or if they just like to be the bottom of the group that is the bass. Like trombone.
4: Right. Yeah. So you try out different, You you look at them, kind of evaluate their personality a little bit. Uh, have them try out different instruments and then you let them go for it and then you do suggest that they you know like a beginning band you like them work at least till Christmas time mm-hmm. to make sure they have yeah a good, that's what we yeah. did so they can make sure they like it like mm-hmm.
5: like I did when I was little I for a whole year played an instrument and went that wasn't quite right so I switched to a different one and that didn't quite fit and then when I finally kicked into clarinet it was just the right fit for me well, in
4: high school, they also sometimes will play other instruments for a number of years, and you bring them and switch them to different instruments that help the band out.
3: What I wanted to do at first, instead of clarinet, is I wanted to do trombone, but just because it looked fun to play to do all the doop, 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 doop. And then I wanted to do trumpet because it only had three buttons except their valves, and then you have to go Pff, into the same. And then I decided I wanted to do clarinet.
4: Well, clarinet works for many instruments. If you... All the different woodwinds.
5: To transfer from clarinet. Yeah, like to other saxophone, bass clarinet. Yeah. So if you were evaluating Wesley and Elena, mm-hmm. if you didn't know, you just looking at their full lips or their thin <laughs> lips or whatever, well, what would you recommend? Well, I, just I, knowing them.
4: I just I mean the, the clarinet does look like a good instrument for him. Awesome. Yeah. You know? But I do see you have nice long arms. So I mean a trombone, if you really, really want to pursue that sometime, if you're really interested, yeah, you know, that'd you can be do good. That. And I don't know. A lot of times, do you like flute?
6: I don't know. I've yeah. only ever played the recorder. But you also, you day.
4: know, I look like you could also do a good job with trumpet. Would be a good instrument. I'd have you try. <laughs> so you would try a woodwind or a brass instrument. Yeah.
3: I think Sean Wallstrom could do trumpet. Got some long arms. Uh-huh. Her son. Yeah. Cause he's just he can talk so
6: loud. Would you just like to it? send a shout out to anybody? We can say hi to our kids and our grandbabies. Yeah. Hi, Nolan. Hi, Priscilla. Hi, Amanda Chris. and Aaron.
4: Chris is out wandering in this theater. Our, our, our youngest son came with to us today at this museum. He's uh, He played in the band a little bit. March Didn't two- he play tuba? He played tuba.
3: Well, that is all we have time for. Late. until the next segment. <laughs> so we're going to take a break now, and we'll see you in a couple of minutes.
1: Looking for a great sports show from a kid's point of view? Look no further than Speaking of Sports. We've got the stats, scores, and inside news on what's happening all over the sports world. It's all hard-hitting, can't-miss action from your point of view. You'll hear different perspectives, opinions, and predictions from the fans and experts. Tune in to Speaking of Sports every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Miss just one minute of this show and you've missed out
2: This is Life at 10 on Voice America Kids. It's not so easy to be between being a little kid and being a teen, is it? But we'll help make it a little easier. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back to the program. I'm Elena and this is eaten by a caterpillar. And I'm also my size eaten by a xylophone. Nice. We're at a musical instrument museum. Yep. We are at Mim in Phoenix, Arizona, and it is very fun. Museum. Musical instrument museum. The Mim. For sure. The Mim. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're here with Daniel.
0: Piper. Piper. Yeah.
3: Piper, is that, is Piper. and you work at the musical instrument
6: museum. <laughs> That's
0: right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My grandfather was not a, not a pipe pipe player, but you know, somewhere, but somewhere back there, a couple yeah. generations ago, there must yeah. be. So.
6: so We're here with Daniel Piper, and he is the Curatorial Research
3: Associate.
0: But we're in 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 the... Yeah, this is called the Experience Gallery. Experience Gallery. Yeah, so an Experience Gallery is really fun because here is a place in the museum where you get to play all kinds of instruments from different parts of the world. We get from gongs to harps to drums to all kinds of different percussion. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of fun for this. Yeah,
6: it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was playing trying to play with the guitar, I should say, nice. and the little vibrating thing where you put your hand in it. What is that called?
0: Oh, the theremin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's
6: you don't touch it, but the vib the way you move your hand, it can feel your hand and it makes mm-hmm. sound. It sounds like a UFO to me.
0: Yeah, it does really <laughs> <cool. laughs> sound like a UFO. Yeah, it's amazing that there's some people that are really have practiced it a ton, and they can actually do, like, you know, complicated pieces of music wow. on this. You know, with all the notes right. of the scale, like the kind of stuff you guys play on the piano, they can do with the theremin just by moving their hand really precisely in relation to it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. so it has to be perfect. I would have to have little marks on the bottom yeah. that you wave your hand in front of to know where the notes are. No, <laughs> no, that's
6: not right. Yeah. That's right. me. Um, no, what what letter am I supposed to play now? What is this? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. we're going to travel over and experience
3: some yeah. of the instruments. Somebody.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I thought I'd show you. We have, <coughs> in the Experience Gallery, <coughs> we have some really large gongs. We have some medium gongs, some small gongs. Um, and these all come from uh, Indonesia. Do you guys know? you, you do you know where Indonesia is? This is a country in, in Asia.
6: I know where it is, but huh? I've never really like seen associated. Yes, it? that's Pretty
0: what much. I was looking for. Yeah, so it's um it's like an island country, and so they have these orchestras that are made entirely from gongs. Um, so let's tr- let's try let's see hear what some of these sound like. It's so that's not that one bad. of like that's one of the sort of medium small gongs, right? <laughs> Okay, now this one's a little bit bigger, so this one's like about two feet wide or that
6: something. It looks like just a stone wheel. Thank you for describing it. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's got a big gold bump.
0: Well, yeah, hit it, you can hit it a little bit harder if you want. Okay. Ooh, Great. That's awesome. So, that, that's so, so that one, is, which is, all, is about two feet wide, we have another one a little farther down that, that uh, we won't be able to play right now, but it's about four feet wide. So it has this really low bone. It's like as
3: tall kind of as you, Alina.
6: Hey. So that
2: describe that to your listeners. What we're looking it at. looks like a oh. ginormous
6: stone wheel with a golden pimple. Just a sec. No <laughs> way. <laughs> it is, and, okay. and, like and then it has like
3: the corner. frame that's really pretty carved wood. It's got a bunch of flowers and stems, and I think a dragon with its mouth open. It's biting your finger, Elena. Oh. And
2: it's, it's hanging. Like, it just looks like a, a rope, rope it's hanging. Yeah, there.
3: like a red. Okay. Twisted rope, cool. How hard
5: kind of cool. do they do? They hit at different they, strengths for just their different sounds.
6: I'm assuming
0: most of the time they, they just hit it, you know, about about wow. that sound or so. Where it
6: vibrates you, and
0: it's kind of like the 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 clock or the structure of the music, um, meaning so you have the biggest gongs, the ones that are four or five feet, are played less often, right? So mm-hmm. that so you hear that. So that's kind of like your you're giving the, the three-minute mark or something, right? Whereas the medium gongs, maybe you hear you know, every minute or 30 seconds. Okay. And then the smaller gongs, you're hearing all this the time, one. boom, ping, boom, ping. This one is sort of, uh, there's other gongs that are even smaller than, than this one. Um, you know. But these, this like the I was saying, medium. you would play more often. Um, and then there's little smaller ones that are on, like these ones down here that are metal um
6: oh it looks like a xylophone but but
0: rather than a going yeah it looks kind of like a xylophone and And each piece that's right each metal flat has a different um tone to it so describe
3: this real quick it looks like a bed it's all carved and it's fancy there's like a face and lots of different little carvings it has pretty little like
6: roses or tulips on it it's about it looks like a little bench yeah Yeah. Yeah. and then at the it's like
3: there's How? pipes that are made out of... How
0: high would you say that is? Oh, maybe about a foot and a half or so. Okay. So you sit, So when you play these, right, so these, um, you sit down in front of it, sort of in an Indian-style, you know, and then you have all the notes, um, kind of like the xylophone in front of you, and a whole orchestra will have maybe 10 or 12 players, right? Mm-hmm. So they have... with all different ranges. And then you have the gongs, and then you have a couple Indonesian drums... And uh, this is done with a theater that's called um, with a Shadow Puppet Theater. So while all of this music is playing with all these gongs and metal instruments and drums, you have a story going on with these puppets where they, they have a light behind it, and that, this projects shadows on a screen. So, and so they're doing this whole story. Have you you're seen
6: the new, the new
3: Karate Kid?
6: So you're hearing this, and then you're seeing puppets.
0: Yeah, that are enacting a story, and they, they do all these funny. They have there's there's jokes, there's a long storyline, there's um, uh, you know the, the music that accompanies it, and so it's kind of like a music theater from Indonesia.
3: That's really cool. In in the new Karate Kid movie, the one that has um, Will Smith, no,
0: uh-huh. Jaden
3: Smith, um, it because they moved to China, he and his mom, and then there's there's one of the shadow puppet shows.
0: Oh, and that's right. Yeah, yeah, I did see. That. That's a that, that's a
3: good one. Okay. Well, this is our five-minute mark, so don't go away yet. You're still listening to Life for the Lovin' on Voice America Head Network. Back in, okay. All right. So keep going. Okay. Awesome. So, so, so right. moving on. on to the next
0: How's it? area. <laughs> where people
3: We'll still go in here.
5: Okay.
0: I have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, it's actually a really good. It's a great. Yeah, good version of the kind of so.
6: Is that okay. fur? Is it?
0: Okay. So, um, are we, are we on? Are we We're back?
6: We're
5: still on. We're still okay, on. Okay,
0: great. So, so this is another instrument, um, that's, uh, from Peru. do uh, you know where Peru is? Yeah. yeah.
3: My grandma's friend lives from Peru.
0: Okay, great. So, in the, in the mountains of Peru, in the Andes Mountains, um, mm-hmm. there are the, uh, indigenous people, or the native people that live there, they take, um, a guitar like you might have from Europe, right, yeah. and they yeah. modify it into these small... Small little, little guitar using an meat. armadillo shell, right? That's so awesome. <laughs> the back of this, is an, so you can actually see like the the hairs yeah. of the armadillo are still on there, and um, it's
3: kind of gross but really cool.
0: <laughs> it's kind of gross, <laughs> so yeah, need to it's, sanitize it's <laughs> it's neat. So there's a lot of instruments like that that use kind of natural materials, um, you know, all the all the parts of an animal. And, um, and they have kind of distinctive sound depending on, you know, what part of the world, because of course you have, you know, different animals, different trees, mm-hmm. different plants in Africa yeah. than you do in, in Latin America, right? Um, so I don't actually, I'm not a player of this, and so it's not, um, it's not this is not in tune, so unfortunately I can't demonstrate it, but, but uh, you know, you should ask your friends to come in and uh, get to play some of these.
3: I have a question for you, yeah. even though mm-hmm. it's already one of our questions, but do you play any instruments?
0: Yeah, so I'm a piano player, I also play violin, and then I do some percussion, like some, some percussion from, um, like, congas yeah. and Brazilian percussion, that kind of thing.
3: I always wanted to play the violin, but I never took lessons.
0: Oh, you still can. You know, yeah. You're only 11, so true. <laughs> got your whole life. Um, so this drum, which is is also from Peru, right, (laughs) and this is called a bombo, and basically it's kind of, it's kind of like a bass drum, you know, it's similar to maybe a bass drum you've seen in a marching band, except for this is, you know, um, it's made from wood, so it doesn't have any, you know, metal or plastic parts, and then you have a, a real animal skin, um, off the top of my head.
3: I'm sure it's
6: or skin. Your
0: body. I'm not sure if this is a deer skin um, or not. So, it's fuzzy. It's a hairy. It's a hairy. Top it, this is right? definitely a hairy top. So, um, so can these they, they can use like in processional. So a lot of in in Peru they will have these, um, you know, big festivals and processionals. and uh, so they'll play these with a, with flutes, and this is kind of the sound that it. That it...
6: Oh, I can see it vibrating. It's fun.
0: It yeah, is a fun so that's little a, sound. That's a boom. <laughs> Very cool. So these are the type of instruments you can play in, this, in the Experience Gallery. Another one that is fun um, that um, I love to talk about. This is. Um, is it
3: a steel
2: drum? Yeah, this
0: is a steel drum. Have you guys ever seen like a steel pan? Um, yeah, orchestra? yeah.
3: When we went to when we went to the Bahamas a couple years ago, they had a steel drum. Let's take a break, and Elena will finish.
6: Let's take a break. This is Life at Eleven,
3: and we'll be back with a steel drum and more video.
2: This is Life at 10 on Voice America Kids. It's not so easy to be between being a little kid and being a teen, is it? But we'll help make it a little easier. Now, back to the show.
3: Welcome back to the show They're on the program on Life and and on Voice America Kids Network. Those beautiful sounds you just heard were from Daniel playing a steel drum that we have here. So, Daniel, describe this steel drum.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, steel drums. These are fascinating instruments because originally they were made out of trash. Meaning, <laughs> this was back in the early 20th century, and um, they banned in Trinidad, an island in the Caribbean. They banned drumming. So they said, No, you can't play any drums. And so the people said, hmm, well, okay, what are we going to do? And so they saw these 55-gallon huge oil oil, you know, cans, basically, canisters. They come from, and they, they said, okay, let's try to make music from this. So they started pounding out the oil cans and making notes. And then gradually, over time, they, they kind of refined it, and they made a lot more notes until we have today's steel pan ensemble. Right? So you can play, now they can play like a, uh, uh, Tchaikovsky, you know, classical music, or they can play a calypso, like a dance music. Yeah.
6: yeah. It looks like so. there's little tiny stones on it. I yeah. know they're not stones, but they look like little tiny That's stones. That's right. So, what you have here. They do,
3: kind
0: of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and so they look like stones because they're kind of raised up. Is right? it like
3: different yeah, and they're like thicknesses? A little bit rounded.
0: That's right. What were you asking?
3: Is it like different thicknesses? I think it's the size. The it's like the oh, yeah. It sounds different.
0: Yeah. So the size, and so basically what they do, if you turn it around, so here, you know, we're looking at the front face where we play, right? So you have this, this sort of indentation, circular indentation at the top of the oil, what would be the oil can, And then with each of the notes look like they're sort of bubbles coming mm-hmm. up a different size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, what they did to make it is if you turn around to the other side, right? Like is,
6: hit.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they they would get these special hammers and they're, they're pounding the metal in in little circles, and each one has to be precisely the right size and the right kind of depth mm-hmm. in order to get the note yes, that right. you're looking for. Um, so that's that's how they, they play make an A for us then. So. so this would be okay. then an A right there, right? And then you can go from there to um, B. Okay. C, yeah, e. e, and then we actually F sharp, in this case, and then G.
6: Wait, is this G two?
0: Yeah, that's a G, so that's, that's a, like a low G, so like on the piano you have your octaves, right? Oh, yeah. So here's a low G and a high G right? So this is just a small one, this is one we use for e- education, so like when we have tours, school groups come Maybe we should, buy, maybe in, we
3: should so. buy one of these things, Bob. A Jumbie Jam? A Jumbie Jam. I have to get a Jumbie Jam. A Jumbie Jam.
0: So what what else would you like to see? I think we had a couple other like
3: Yeah, we have some hand-held. of the little small handheld okay. instruments.
0: Okay. So these again we're we're still in uh, Orientation sorry, the experience gallery where people can come in mm-hmm. and play and try the instruments. So this one here is um,
6: how do you describe what that looks like? Yeah, how do you describe
3: it exactly? Describe
6: well, what that. would you
0: say? How would you describe is it?
3: Is it some sort of bell instrument?
6: <laughs> it looks yeah. like a cowbell with uh-huh. a little tiny bell attached to it and then it's a dark
3: brown with gray and it has like gray. a little handle
0: perfect yeah, yeah exactly little. so it's it's a double bell basically yeah. and it has yeah. a handle on the front of it and these one's long and one's tiny yep and one's long tiny so these come from africa from west africa a lot of music in africa uses a bell and the bell kind of provides like like a timeline and all the drums kind of play the bell mm-hmm. rhythm so for example i could play this is a rhythm actually from I'll play in it from Brazil, because Brazil also uses bells like this in samba music. And so you play something like this.
6: Kind of piercing.
0: All right, so you imagine, like, a bunch of these outside in a big samba parade, and, you know, join with drums. That'd be pretty loud. Yeah. So... uh, It makes
6: you want to dance.
0: So what else we got? You want to see... The yellow... Yeah. What it's kind it? of like It,
3: it like kind it? of looks like an eggplant.
0: hmm but, yeah, but an
3: orangey color. Yeah, and it has two holes in it on one side. Mm-hmm. And then it's like black with yellow little zigzags and then lines nice. on this side of it, like little indents. Like, yeah.
4: Looks
5: like something slices. that would have grown in Aunt Dot's garden.
4: There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't and
5: <it>? actually
0: <laughs> yep. Well that's a really good point because there's things like um, you know, squashes and pumpkins we're familiar with mm-hmm. which grow in gardens and they have um gourds basically like the outer yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: outer shell it of it like. right
3: yeah it looks like the gourd of a thing magic. Like, kind, it's of, that, like a, yep. kind of like a kind of like a cornucopia things. sort of mm-hmm. yeah
0: perfect so what what these are these are natural gourds that when you dry the outside you, you, you know so you take out the inside fruit it's called a, um and, mm-hmm. and it, when it dries out it hardens and so this becomes the, the shell of the instrument. What they do, those little lines you were talking about there, those are what we use to, to scrape on, to, to create the sound. OK, so then you have this. It looks
3: like a metal comb.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it yep. has right. a little
3: handle and a bunch of little wires that look like if you combed your hair with it, it would be very painful.
0: Yeah, and you know what these are? Actually, the little wires that they s- sort of stick into the handle piece of wood, um, they're bicycle spokes.
6: <sighs> oh, so you wow. take, Goodness.
0: you know, traditionally that's what they do is you basically rip up cut a out a half of bicycle spokes and then insert them in there. So, um, and then you have this, the, the metal scrapes against those little ridges, right, and you have like... And then a... Yeah. There you go. That yeah. sounds
6: really
0: awesome. So <laughs>
6: and some painful.
0: Somewhat bad. <laughs> exactly. Well, the people are playing, you know, a lot of times outside and they really want to kind of project okay. the sound. Okay. So. Five
6: minutes. So, we're going to continue the show. We're still here at MIM and I think we're going to start some
3: questions now. Well, we've already sort of introduced Daniel, but he's the curator... The curatorial?
0: I'm a, uh, I'm a cura- curator.
3: For Latin America?
0: For Latin America Gallery for the, and Collections.
3: We have a couple questions. Mm-hmm. Just a couple. All
0: right.
3: Actually, a lot. But look, so, couple
0: twenty. <laughs> Looking at a two-page the two-page. First list. question
3: I'm going to ask, just to make sure I can actually get it in. And this is a question that I ask everybody that's on the radio it's show. It's a tradition. And it's totally random. But do you like Brussels sprouts?
0: Brussels sprouts? <laughs> Great. Actually, I do. I love Brussels sprouts. <gasps> How do you like them? Um, I like them to to kind of boil them and then put some, you know, either some butter or some. Everybody uh, like, says. You know, olive oil or something. So you like can't that really there, taste you know? Brussels sprouts. <laughs> you know, I, I, well, I guess it is all about the <laughs> all about the butter. The yeah,
3: <laughs> that's, that's it's a my, good point. Yeah. You know, I hadn't thought of that. Before. Yeah, that's the question I ask everybody. <laughs>
0: that's a good. So
3: point. tell us
6: what a cura- curator does.
0: Yeah, so a curator is um, what we do is we acquire the the instruments for the museum. That's one thing, and then we help prepare for the exhibits that you see in you know, all around the galleries. So um, we can find the instruments through a couple different ways. One, one is um, by um, people that are, are musicians or that want to donate or are interested in selling instruments to us.
3: Like the Steinway uh, outside, yeah. it says it was it's being borrowed by the Steinway.
0: That's the right. Steinway yeah. Steinway so we call up and we we talk to people at Steinway. We kind of you know, spend some time about t- telling them about the museum and then they're interested in it and so then they, they donate instruments and parts. Uh, but another one way we do it is that we travel um, around to different countries. So um, I have a background where I've done a lot of travel to like Dominican Republic, to Brazil, oh, to Mexico. Right um, yeah, so Costa Rica, a number of different countries. And so we go and we, we try to, it's a lot of times we'll go into remote villages and um, you know, find uh, traditional musicians, Tell them about the museum, spend time recording video, doing photography with them, and then eventually asking for instruments.
3: Okay, that's that's cool. So we don't really have that many much time for questions. So if someone had a limited limited amount of time here in the museum, what would you recommend that they see first?
0: Mm, okay. Great question. Um, well, limited time about how much time would you say limited? Because everybody has limited an maybe an hour. An hour or so. Yeah. Hour-ish. Okay, um, I would say first come in and go to the orientation gallery, right? Because then you get an over—you see a little five-minute film that kind of overviews what the museum's about. You see kind of a sample of wonderful instruments. Then from there, you can decide. You have got your map, and you pick one gallery from one part of the world. You think to yourself, hmm, I'm fascinated with Latin America, or I really am interested in Asia. And so then you go to that gallery and spend like the whole time. In one area of the world, and, and, and I think that's really good because there's so much, so many instruments, so many countries, so much video that um, you can really get drawn in and, and fascinated, and, and before you know it, the entire hour is gone. Yeah, so.
3: our two hours of just walking around and looking at the different places was pretty gone. Pretty, it <laughs> it was like we went and looked at Latin America, and then we went in Central Asia, so I could see. Um, so I Sit-tar. could see a sitar because I really wanted to see a sitar, and then we went to mm-hmm. um, the U.S. and then Europe, and we really didn't spend much time in all of them. We did look right. in Latin America uh-huh. to think of some of the fun places in there yeah. that have different instruments. Like, um, oh, it's my turn. Let's take break. Shows Life and Eleven on Macken, Voice America Kids Network. Um, I'm Les. Unless I didn't buy an Expo marker. And I'm laying
6: unless I was eaten by an expo dry erase washer thing. Was Eraser. Eraser.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
6: so, keep
3: right here. You're listening to Voice America Pitch.
1: Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book.
5: You're listening to Voice America Kids, walking the fine line between clever and smart.
7: Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN.
3: You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio.
2: This is Life at Ten on Voice America Kids. It's not so easy to be between being a little kid and being a teen, is it? But we'll help make it a little easier. Now, back to the show.
6: Welcome back to the program. I'm Elena, unless I was eaten by a chair. And I'm also, unless I was eaten by a gigantic gong. Nice.
0: Interesting. <laughs> Could happen.
6: So we are still here with Daniel Piper. Got it right. Yeah, nice. Uh,
0: okay.
6: We're going to continue asking him some questions. So I will start. Okay. Bring it on. In your opinion, what is the most unusual instrument in this museum and why?
0: Wow. Unusual instrument. We have tons of instruments that are, that are unusual. Um, I would say, what is the most unusual? Boy. Um...
6: Or just in Latin America, where you specialize?
0: Yeah. Well, they, we have this. Um, we have this um, really old marimba that's kind of crazy. Marimba's kind of it's kind of like a xylophone but made from wood. But this one is pretty unusual because it has these has these gourds hanging down, and then what they do is they put pigs' intestine on a little hole there, and the pig intestine um, buzzes when you play the instrument. Then it kind of vibrates and buzzes. Yeah. My mom and I were
3: reading the little thing about the pig intestine inside of it. Yeah, it's kinda gross. Kinda gross. but
0: you know that it's was so kind of a fun one. But there's a lot of other un- unusual ones. But I, you know, that that's one really, catches that's my. That's really really
3: kind of gross to hear at the same time. <laughs> so tell us about the oldest instrument in the Latin America collection.
0: Mm, okay. So we got we have um, a number of flutes and a drum from before the Spanish even arrived in the Americas. So uh, so way before. So we're talking about um, there's one I believe is 500 BC. So that's about 2,500 years ago. And so these are made from, um, at that time they made them from either bone or, or clay and uh, materials that don't, aren't really used much in instruments today.
6: So when you were 11, were you interested in musical instruments? When did you realize that you wanted to be a curator of a music museum?
0: I was definitely interested in musical instruments at 11. I played um, violin starting when I was five, and then by the time I was 11, Um, I had heard about synthesizers and I was starting to get fascinated. And I was like, mom, dad, buy me one of these. And so around that time, I think maybe it was 12 and I eventually got it. But then I would spend all of my afternoons coming home from school, playing with the synthesizer, not just playing the notes, but creating sounds like, like all kinds of crazy sounds on it. Um, So then later how I became a curator that was much, much later in my life, but I played music my whole life. Um, um, you know, 40 now, and uh, so I came a, a curator just last year, but um, I had studied what's called ethnomusicology. So this is like study a of worry. yeah. So it's a doc, It's a doctorate, basically. So you go back to school after college, and then you do a doctorate. So and you have
3: your doctorate. You know, so
0: I have a doctorate in in ethnomusicology, and um, so there I spent like three years in the Dominican Republic studying there, and wrote this huge five, six hundred page thesis. Let's and then I started that. working as a as a curator last year. So
3: That's a lot wow. of writing. <laughs> Ethnomusicology <laughs> is Ethnomusicology.
0: It's a study of music as culture. Like I'd say meaning because okay. because you have music, not music is not only the notes and the and the instruments, but also how music fits into your family life, music and dancing, that music when fun. you go to the church and and all kinds of parts of life. So e- anyway. T- Ethno a- That's right. ethnomusicology
3: e-t-h-n-o-m-u-s-i-c-o-l-o-g-y okay that's great okay my next question there's an episode of spongebob where patrick gets arrested for playing a sitar on the side of the road because he doesn't have a license for it it's really funny have you seen it
0: (laughs) i haven't i've I've (laughs) seen seen spongebob um (laughs) but that's that's great um, Why do
3: you suppose that he would have to have a license to play a sitar?
0: Hmm. <laughs> um, I think my I think my answer would be that is that SpongeBob, you know, creates creates his own world, and so they got their own rules and laws, <laughs> and within the SpongeBob world, you got to follow the laws. <laughs> but uh, outside of SpongeBob world, you know, it's okay. You you can play the guitar. The sitar, and you don't, sitar you don't need would
3: probably be only as big as a pen,
0: because oh, right. they're a lot smaller
2: than people,
3: because they're underwater right, and it's right. a
6: sponge. I'm pretty sure sponge is not as big as us. Yeah.
3: sea yeah. <laughs> star playing a sitar. When are you ever going to see that?
6: What is... Wesley already asked that. I'm sorry.
3: And what is the
6: hardest instrument to
3: play, and why do you
0: say that? Hardest to play? Well, um... There's a lot of instruments that are hard to play. Um, one that... Wow, okay. That's. These are good questions, yeah. So I would say, um, hardest to play, you've, get, it probably now you've got me stumped because person, it depends though. on the person because yeah. there's so many what do you,
6: like, different if, things. Out of the instruments that you play, which are, I can't remember them. What are the instruments Well, I play you
0: violin play? and I play piano well, I and I play pretty percussion. Yeah, I was going to say like violin is, is pretty tough because like when I started, when I was a kid, for the first two years, it sounded like a cat meowing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because and the reason for that is because on a violin and other stringed instruments like this, you have to your finger has to be exactly exactly in the right spot. Otherwise, it'll sound out yeah, of tune. Yeah, my
3: brother like like was showing guitar. me how to play an E chord on the guitar, it yeah. sounded kind of funky.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the guitar at least has frets. So what the yeah. frets yeah. are? Yeah.
3: Frets are the little on a guitar the Fingers. little yep. silver
6: rectangles that you see. Those are called frets. Yeah. And those the different right. high uh, pitch, lowest, highest. Highest, closest to the body of the guitar. Right. Lowest, at the very top.
0: Yeah, exactly. So the, so the notes are already basically divided up yeah. for you. It's, you know, like in the piano, the same thing. You know, you just uh-huh. hit the key and you get, like, the tone you want to sound. But uh, a violin's tougher. One that's even tougher than a violin is a Chinese erhu. Because a Chinese erhu is like, a, is like a, a violin from China that has a couple strings on it. And that's really difficult because it doesn't... You know, it's it's like a violin. Doesn't have those frets, but it's also um, you have to you know you have to press down in this kind of awkward way, and and uh, so it can be pretty tough.
3: Okay, oh five minutes. What else you got? Well, we're at our five minute mark, so don't play away yet. Well, when we were on the cruise last time, I said don't sail away yet, so don't play away yet. We're still at the MIM. With Daniel, so we're going to continue asking him a couple questions. What is the tiniest instrument in the museum?
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, there's a bunch of t- tiny ones. I'm um, I'm thinking of these ones called ocarinas. Ocarinas are like you can hold them in the palm of your hand, and they're like small whistles that are made either from um, from bone or clay. They tend to be really old, and they're in the shape of an animal. And mm, so you, so you, you kind of bring that, that little you know so maybe a tiny kind of little turtle right and so then you bring the part of the turtle up to up to your mouth and it has a couple, <coughs> one hole to blow on then a couple little holes that that, that make the sound but those are those are really small. Cool.
6: Okay. How big would you say this were compared to like a?
0: Oh, may, yeah, maybe they're like an inch wide. Well, there's oak grains of different sizes, so some mm-hmm. of them can be you know like as big as your hand, but but there's some that are maybe i don't about like an, an inch, hand. maybe an inch lego and a half
3: action mini figure action there figure. you go uh, a lego figure oh like so a little lego, lego figure. like a lego minifigure
0: that's good but there's probably smaller instruments out there i just don't wow. don't remember cuz we it's have six six off. six thousand 6000 instruments <gasps> on display here wow
3: well, i wouldn't so. remember either if i had one of those little ocarinas i'd probably lose it in my bedroom <laughs>
2: That's
0: very cool. <laughs> but it's so Can small. I ask a
5: question real quick? Can you tell no. us about some of the interesting things that happen here at the museum that would be really cool for eleven-year-olds or ten-year-olds to come?
0: Sure. Yeah. So, so aside from all the galleries with the six thousand instruments and, and videos, we have um, uh, musicians that come in that do performances. Sometimes in the gallery, um, they demonstrate instruments that you've you've never you know seen uh, before. Um, sometimes we have special days like a Brazil Day or Elvis Day, or, you know, something like that. So it's a theme, and there'll be performances going on. There'll be sometimes face painting and other craft projects. You can even, on some of these days, on, usually on a on a weekend, it'll it'll happen. You can sometimes make, um, you know, make instruments, sort of replicating like a workshop for kids to make make something.
3: Very cool. That's neat,
0: and they yeah.
2: can learn about that on your website?
5: On yeah, so at
0: www.themim.org. Okay. We list all our special programs, mm-hmm. and then we list our museum encounters, which are some of these educational um, you know, programs and, and things for, for kids and families as well.
3: Excellent. Fun. Love it. Any more last question? We're about um, done. Gonna, don't Do you,
6: you want to send a shout out?
0: Oh, um, yeah. I would. I'd like to shout out to my daughter, Yesri, who's 10 years old, and uh, she loves she loves music as well, so she's, she's a, good. Fre- a frequent visitor.
3: Yay. Yay! Shout out. Oh, yeah. Well, we have to thank the Min Musical Instrument Museum for allowing us to visit and interview our awesome host, Daniel Piper. And we also have to thank Erin, who's like, she's Kind of she put it all together. Media she helped us. Person. So, yeah, we have to thank her for coordinating all of this for us, so thanks. Thank you for
6: listening to the program. We will see you next week. Uh, thank you for everybody who is listening and thanks. everybody who is helping us get the show together. Thank you. Bye. Bye.